Welcome to the Tim Plummer Joomla Show. Joomla news and tips to help your website grow. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a beer. Let some Joomla love flow into your ears. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tim Plummer Joomla Show. I'm your host, Tim Plummer. Thanks for joining me. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you may notice that we haven't had an episode for quite some time. Sorry about that, been really, really busy, but I'm hoping to kick it off again this year and, and start doing some more regular episodes. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be having a look at some of the new features that are coming up in Joomla 3.7, which will be the, the next major release of Joomla, due out in around March this year. So first up, let's have some Joomla news. And now for some Joomla news. Okay, word is that Joomla 3.8 will be the final release in the Joomla 3 series. So we're currently on version 3.6.5. Joomla 3.7 will be coming out in March. Sometime after that, we'll have Joomla 3.8, and then we'll be moving on to the Joomla 4 series. Now they're expecting to release Joomla 4 around the same time as Joomla 3.8, and obviously there'll be um, some period of time where the Joomla uh, 3 series will go into maintenance mode and, and still be uh, supported for uh, security fixes, but they just won't be adding any new features and things. So you can still keep using the Joomla 3 series for, for quite some time, uh, but it may be worth moving across to Joomla 4 when that becomes available. Okay, they've already started documenting some of the potential backwards compatibility issues when you do move to Joomla 4. Um, this is to help out extension developers so they can see which uh, functions are going to be deprecated, which uh, things are going to change, and, and what they need to do to adapt their extensions to make them work on Joomla 4. So if you're an extension developer, I recommend that you go and check out those notes and um, start getting your extensions ready for Joomla 4 when, when that comes along. Another little bit of news, uh, I'm actually uh, part of a committee that are organising a Joomla Day Australia this year. We're looking at the weekend of the 17th, 18th of June, and the event will be held at UTS in Sydney. So we're in the process of organising that. Um, we haven't launched a website or anything like that yet, but we will be very soon and putting out a call for speakers. So um, I'll keep you updated once we've got a bit more information there. But just in the meantime, save the date, 17th, 18th of June, for anyone who uses Joomla in Australia, well worth coming along. Okay, now for our main topic, we're gonna to be talking about what's coming up in Joomla 3.7. Now, Already uh, we've had a few releases of Joomla 3.7. They started out with the alpha release, which was around the 20th of December, something like that, last year. Then we had alpha 2 around the 19th of January. Um, next came the beta version, which was around the 2nd of February, and then beta 2 on the 9th of February. Now for those that aren't familiar with alpha, beta, release candidate, all the sort of terminology, alpha is just like a, a feature preview. It's um, just getting it out there, but uh, it may not be fully working or, or stable. Um, beta versions are, are more for um, 
testing it out and, and making sure that uh, we can get rid of all any bugs that are there and making sure the features work as expected. The next step will be the release candidates, which are a much more stable release. They contain most of the new features that are going in and an opportunity to just do that last minute fine tuning before the stable release. So we're expecting the stable release uh, sometime around the end of March, but yeah, obviously these dates aren't um, firm, so just stay tuned for, for when that becomes available. In the meantime, you can already download the, the Joomla 3.7 um, beta version and have a play around with some of these new features. You can test out any extensions you've got and um, just make sure that uh, the features work as described and, and report any bugs that you do come across. So there's, there's a couple of uh, big ticket items for the features of Joomla 3.7. One of those is routing. Now, the routing is what controls the, the URLs in, in Joomla. So um, there's been some talk uh, for, for quite some time that the URLs aren't particularly great. Some of them have got like ID numbers in them, like category IDs and things like that. There's quite a lot of people interested in, in getting the URLs cleaned up and, and much neater. So a lot of work's been done there. Um, by default, the, there's a, a legacy router and there's the modern uh, router, which is the, the new one that's coming along. The, the default is legacy. So if you upgrade to Joomla 3.7 and your existing site was from an earlier version of Joomla, uh, by default, it's not going to break anything. It's only if you specifically go in and turn on that new router that you'll see those changes. And they've actually added an integration, integration tab to every component so you can turn it on per component so there might be some components that you want that new routing enabled and there's some that you want to just leave it the way that it's currently doing it so there's also a setting in there to remove the id from the urls it's just a little yes no option there if you have your urls just set to the default legacy mode like they are now um, some of your URLs, you might notice um, an ID number in them, like if you've got um, a, an article that's accessed from a, a category blog menu item or something like that, you might see the, the, the ID in there. Once you turn on those modern routing and uh, set the remove IDs to yes, you'll see that those ID numbers are removed and the URLs are just a bit cleaner. But uh, a note of caution there is that uh, it may affect um, your SEO if you go in to an existing site and, and turn on that modern mode and, and set all the IDs to yes. So if you are going to do that, you may need to set up some 301 redirects to point the old URLs to the, the new URLs. Or if you don't want to do that, you can either remain on the legacy routing for now, or you can turn the modern routing on but set the remove IDs to no so that the, the URLs are, are more similar. Uh, it's recommended that any new sites from now on that you start using the, the modern URL structure, but the legacy sites, it's really your call as to, to what you're going to do there. The next big feature item of Joomla 3.7 is custom fields. Now, there was a third-party extension called DP Fields, I think it was called, and that was um, a standalone third-party component, and the developer decided to uh, contribute that to the Joomla core and 
has done some work to to make that available for everyone. So uh, when you go into um, articles, you can now have an extra tab there which has all the, the custom fields that you create and there's different ways of displaying those on, on the front end. So this may reduce the need for some of the, the CCK components that, that you may have used in the past. Um, it's not going to be as sophisticated as, as some of those, but if you've just got basic needs to add in a, a few custom fields, then uh, it's, it's quite a, a good feature that's going in there. So have a play around and uh, see how useful that is. There's another new feature called Associations Manager, and this is uh, targeted to people with multilingual sites. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. I'll just mention one other big ticket item for the, the, the new features is there's a, a new menu manager for the Joomla backend menu. So in the past, you've been able to completely customize the front end menu of your website, but the back end menu, uh, it's been fairly restrictive as what you can actually do and change. With Joomla 3.7, you can literally completely customize the, the back end menu of Joomla. So if you're uh, setting it up for um, some customers to, to go in and maintain their own website, or um, you just want to simplify the back end, you can limit what options are on the menu there, create your own menu, um, make it however you want to structure it. The downside of that is going to be that um, it's not going to be standard. So if people are, are watching um, Joomla tutorials on YouTube or something like that, and they say, oh, I'll click on this menu and go here, if you've created your own custom menu, then, then that may be in a different spot. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's up to you if you want to customize that or not. It's an optional feature. You can remain with the, the existing menu. So, yeah, for those that want to customize the back end menu, it's, it's quite a good feature. So, um, just going back to the multilingual associations manager, uh, this was actually one of the Google Summer of uh, Code projects. And what it does is allows you to make translations from content from one language into another um, and doing that all via the one interface. You can do it now, um, but it's, it's a much more difficult uh, process, whereas having a single interface to maintain all that is going to be a, a lot more beneficial for, for those people with uh, multilingual sites with content in various languages. Okay, there's a whole lot of other features that are coming along with Joomla 3.7 as well. Um, a lot of these are fairly minor, but um, some of them are quite good and I'm quite looking forward to them. So one of the new features is there's now going to be a NAG screen for people who are using old PHP versions. Basically, if you're using PHP uh, 5.3 up to 5.5, then the, the Joomla project is going to tell you that uh, your PHP version is, is old and that uh, you, you should consider updating to either um, 5.6 or uh, 7, PHP 7. There's quite a few cosmetic changes in Joomla 3.7. Uh, one of the things you may notice is the buttons look a little bit different. Um, they've changed the style of those slightly, so it's just a subtle change, but um, yeah, it is a change. Okay, in the ComContacts component, 
in the uh, contacts extension, which is built into Joomla, there's a new option in there to uh, to show the, the contact information. Uh, it's just a, a setting that you can hide or show. So that's just a, another thing you can turn on if you actually use that feature of Joomla. Okay, there's uh, in, in the media manager, there's now a checkbox where you can select all. So this is quite handy if you want to delete a whole lot of images in one folder. Instead of having to go and select each of those images individually, you can now check all and hit delete and, and delete them in one go. So that's just a, a minor change there. Okay, there's a change with the, uh, the allowing to have a custom page title uh, when you've got an article without a menu item. Currently, when you're accessing an article without a, um, a menu item attached to it, you don't have any way of customizing the page title. It's just going to default to using the article title uh, in, in the browser. Whereas with menu items, you can obviously go in and, and change the browser page title and, and, and make that different to, to what the actual menu name is. So there's a new feature that allows you to um, set that browser page title for, for the articles. Uh, and when you're accessing that without a menu item, it's going to use that browser page title instead of the article title. Another change uh, in the global configuration, uh, if you have a look at the email settings section or the mail settings, uh, you'll notice that there's now a reply to email address field and a reply to name that's been added. So you can customize that. Um, one area where you might use this if your website is sending out emails from a generic um, email address, no reply at mydomain.com, whatever. Um, but then if you want people to be able to reply back to that, you might have that reply back going to maybe customer service at mywebsite.com, whatever it is. So you can have a different from and to address for, for the emails. So um, that's a pretty standard thing in, in a lot of applications. So it's good to see that coming into Joomla. Okay, in the um, the, the news flash uh, module for articles, there's been a, a few new settings in there. One of them is the ability to sort by modified date. Uh, in the past, that that wasn't an option. You could do it by publish date, create date, that sort of thing. But uh, now you can do it by the last modified date. Also in the, uh, the, the newsflash module, there's a setting that's been added in there to show intro text. So you can either hide or show that. And uh, it, it just makes it uh, another way of displaying the information within that, that module. There's also a setting that's been added to the, the newsflash module for featured articles. So that you can um, show or, or hide featured articles featured articles. Okay, well, one of the, the new features that, that I quite like the look of is that they've changed the date time picker. So before when you clicked on a, a date field, it just popped up with a, a calendar where you could select the date. But if you're um, d doing a field like say start publishing, where you've got the, the date and the time displayed in the field, that pop-up only lets you select the date and then you had to manually go in and type in the time, which wasn't quite as user-friendly as it could be. This new 
calendar pop-up that they've got there. Um, when it pops up, you can select the date, but you can also set the time. There's a um, what is a drop-down little list there where, where you can pick the different times. So you can set the date and the time all in one go. So that's it's quite a nice little new calendar, and uh, it, it should become the, the standard from Joomla 3.7 onwards. Okay, um, there's actually some changes to the voting feature that's in Joomla now. In case you're not aware, um, the, the, the voting feature's been in Joomla for quite a long time, and what that allows you to do is that there's a plugin that you can turn on, the, the content vote plugin, and when you turn that on and turn on the show voting setting within your article options, then each article um, has like a little star rating so you can vote like one to five stars on, on how helpful this article is or how useful it is, that sort of thing. So um, you can basically just rate the content on a site. Um, it's not a feature that I've seen used um, a lot, but it's a feature that's been in there, but um, on the front end, it's it's been quite good, but in the back end, there hasn't been many options to help with that. So what they've done now is added in some filtering options. When you're going into the article view, you can now sort by votes, um, or you can sort by rankings as well. Oh, sorry, not rankings. You can sort by ratings. So that's the... the um, the, the rating is like the score, so whether it's four stars out of five, and, and the votes is, is the number of votes. There's also a couple of extra columns that have been added, so you can now see the number of votes and the number of ratings just next to where you normally see the hits, the number of hits. So um, for those people using the, the votes feature, uh, you've got a bit more visibility of that on, on the back end now. Okay, uh, in the, uh, the the editor, when you're editing an article or module or whatever, uh, there's some extra buttons that have been added in there. One of the buttons allows you to insert a menu item. So just like you would insert um, a, a link to something else, you can just click on that uh, menu button and it'll pop up and you can choose which menu item you want to insert and that's going to insert a link to that menu item within your article wherever your cursor is at the time. There's also now the ability to insert a contact. So if you're using the Com Contacts, the contact manager built into Joomla, you can insert a contact very easily now just with a button in the editor. Okay, the Next feature I want to talk about is uh, they've improved the ability, uh, the, the workflow capabilities of Joomla. So in the past, when you create a menu item and let's say it's a single article, then you need to select which article that is that you're linking the menu to. If you hadn't created that article yet, what you had to do is then go back out of there, go into your article manager, create a new article, save that, then go back into your menu manager, create the, the menu item for the single article, and you could select your article. What they've done now is added in a create button. So within that menu item, uh, when you select single article, for instance, um, and you go to select the article, next to that there's a create button. So if you haven't created the article yet, 
you can click that create button pops up in a modal window and you can create the article there and then without having to exit your menu manager and, and go back and forth so it's um, making it a lot, a lot simpler to just set up some basic content of the site and even if it's placeholder text you're putting in there um, yeah it just makes the, the workflow a lot smoother so they've done the same thing when you are creating a, a single contact menu item there's now a create button next to that same thing when you're creating a single news feed you can go in and, and create a, a new news feed from within that menu just in a, a pop-up modal window also when you're selecting a menu item alias you can actually create a new menu item within your menu item so it pops up in a modal window you can create the new menu and then you can point this one as an alias to that menu so um, that might be like if you've got a contact in your um, main menu and you want to have that same contact link in your footer in the footer menu you can have that alias pointing to there there's also a create category button which um, it's only visible when you've got a, a multilingual install and on the associations tab uh, you've now got the ability to create a new category there which was something that um, you had to like the menu you had to go out of and, and do it separately before there's been some other language improvements when you're installing a language pack now it'll automatically create the content languages and set them to be unpublished rather than you having to create them manually so um, for those people with multilingual installs uh, just one easier step for them okay now i want to talk about a new feature that i think is really really good and i'm very much looking forward to it uh, when you're setting the options for something let's say you're um, setting the, the options in, in an article or whatever um, quite often those settings will inherit from somewhere else so you'll have the option of use global and so let's say you've got um, a setting in the article options and then you're going into the individual article and normally you can say use global and, and inherit those settings from the article options for that individual article but uh, you sort of have to remember what setting you had in those those other options that it's inheriting what they've done now is after the word use global in brackets they put what that actual setting is so if the setting in the article options is show and you go into your article it'll say use global and it'll have show in brackets so you know what the the setting that it's inheriting actually is uh, Similarly, if it um, had hide set in the, the article options and you went into your article and had the use global option, it'd have hide in brackets. So um, it just makes it really easy to see what setting you're actually getting. Um, and it, it'll avoid uh, mistakes where you don't remember what the setting was or you're wondering why it's not working because it's inheriting something that you didn't expect. So I think this is gonna be a really, really helpful feature. Okay, um, the, when I was going through the Joomla 3.7 um, features, I actually found out about a feature that was added in Joomla 3.5.1, which I didn't actually know it was there. It was a, um, one that got snuck in and uh, it's, it's quite a good feature. What it does is um, allows you to, in a menu, set display in menu to no. 
So if you wanted to have a menu item that's hidden, uh, you can have it on your normal menu, but just set that display menu to no, and it doesn't actually show it on the front end. Um, where you'd need a hidden menu is if you want to have um, maybe a link that you're sending people directly that you don't want them to access via the menu, or maybe it's um, just for SEO purposes, you've got a certain page access in, uh, you don't want that on the menu, but uh, you want to have a direct link to it. Um, th there's a lot of different reasons. You might have a, a link in an article that goes to that section and you don't want it specifically on the menu. Um, but yeah, so this display and menu feature that was added in 3.5.1, you can set that to no and, and the menu is, is not visible on the front end. But when you did that in 3.5.1 onwards, um, looking in the back end, you didn't actually know which of the menu items you'd set as hidden and which ones you had not hidden until you went into those individual menu items and, and had a look at them. So now what it does, they've added a little hidden box um, next to the, the menu so you can visually see exactly which items are hidden and which ones are visible and it just makes it a lot easier to manage those now. So um, that, that's a, a really cool feature that they've, they've added the uh, better visibility there and um, I, I think I'll be using this display and menu setting uh, a lot more now. Okay, for those that use the mass mail form within the back end of Joomla so that you can uh, mass mail users, um, there's a subject prefix and a, uh, a suffix that you can add to those mass mail messages. Um, the option's been there, but when you go in and create one of those email messages that you're sending out to everyone, uh, it didn't actually show you what those prefixes and suffixes were. So you had to remember what you said in the options. So what it does now is when you go in and create a, uh, a mass mail, before the subject, it'll show the, the prefix that's going to be displayed within that, that subject. And underneath the, the message content, it'll show that suffix that's going to be appended. So like if you're putting in the um, yeah, regards Tim, or whatever you're putting in at the bottom there, you can uh, put that in now and it's visible. So for those that do use a mass mail form option, um, it just, uh, it, it's a good feature. It, it allows people to, to see what the email is actually going to say and, and they don't have to remember what's in the settings now. Okay, um, there's another feature that's been added for the Joomla updater and it now has the ability to check for minimum supported database versions. So, and then that's also by type. So if you're only supporting MySQL version, whatever, um, you can make your extension check for that before it's installed. And if that person that's installing the, the software doesn't meet those minimum standards, you can stop that extension from, from being installed. So uh, it's a good feature there for extension developers that want to be very specific about which version of um, database that they want to support. Okay, another feature that's been added in, uh, when you upload files to, uh, to Joomla via, let's say you're uploading an extension via the uh, extension manager and you go to browse for the file. Um, it didn't actually tell you on that page 
what the, the maximum file upload size was for your, your Joomla install. Um, similarly, like if you're going into the templates and you're uploading um, a file via the, uh, the template manager where you can see all the files and folders, uh, it didn't give you any indication as to, to what the maximum size was. So they've just added a bit of text there that, um, that says maximum upload size and then it's got the, the value. So you can see uh, what your site supports and you'll know before you even upload it if, if your file's too big. And if it is too big, then you'll either need to upload it in a different way, maybe via FTP or something, or um, go in and adjust those maximum upload settings for your site. Okay, for extension developers, there's a, another little thing that's been added in there. For those that are packaging up their extensions in packages, um, so it might have a component, a couple of plugins, a module, whatever, that all install into one zip file. Now, um, in the past, when you upload a package to Joomla, it has been possible to individually uninstall some of those components separately. Um, so if you installed a package um, and it had a whole lot of plugins, you could go in and, and remove some of those plugins and that could potentially break that extension. So what they've done now is given the option for um, you to prevent those child extensions in the package from being uninstalled separately. So if the extension developer chooses, they can say, no, that plugin has to be installed, otherwise this extension won't work. And uh, the only way you'll be able to uninstall is if you uninstall the entire package, you won't be able to uninstall those child things separately. But it's an optional feature and it's up to the extension developers as to whether they're gonna use this or not. Um, but for some cases, it's going to be really helpful because uh, you won't have people uninstalling things and, and inadvertently breaking their site and not understanding why. There's a, a couple of other sort of um, developer-focused features, um, more to do with the the code itself, but um, there isn't anything really visual, so I'm, I'm not going to go into those particular changes. If you're interested, you can go through the... Um, the, the issue log and, and see all those new features are being added. But um, uh, overall, there's supposed to be uh, over 40 new features added in Joomla 3.7. And uh, okay, so that's about all that I want to, to talk about Joomla 3.7. So that's it for, for this episode. Uh, if you want to access the show notes, uh, let me just see what the next show number is. I can't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> We're up to episode seven. So the show notes will be at timplummer.com.au slash EP7. So thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.